welcome to Sounding Board, slaying sacred cows since 2018. I like it. <laughs> I, nearly, I nearly had welcome to our 101st episode, but we kind of did that last time with the 100th. Um, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. We, I don't look. We're not Tom Woods. This isn't episode 1847 or whatever. Um, well, although I would like to get there if we could get there. Yeah, we'd I have would... to. I mean, he he podcasts five days a week, I think, doesn't he? So yeah. it would take us a while to get there. We'd be in our 80s unless we start upping our game <laughs> a little bit. Episode 183. So, what do you want to talk about? Um, yeah, so I, I, um, I've completely forgotten what it is. That's brilliant. Well done. Um, so it only took 100 episodes. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no, no, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Do, do, should we edit this out? Or no, it's you... fine. I think it's good. <laughs> okay, so... Um, you're acting like you're 83. Yeah, well, like that, this is this is what Joe Biden does, isn't it? Have you, yes. have you, seen, have you seen him do it in, in conferences? He'll be, he'll be giving, like, a press conference, and he'll be, like, halfway through a point, and he'll just suddenly go... Oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Seriously, have you not seen it? He's done I've it. Not he's done it about half a dozen times. There, there are a few things that he that, that that are really really odd about him. So one of them is that whenever he gets caught out, like if he says, "Well, you know, hello Massachusetts," oh, and he's in, and he's Maine. in, yeah. he's in yeah. wherever. Um, he just, you know, does yeah. that thing about joking, and he just does this this massive Big fake grin. grin. And I've seen him do it all the time. When 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 oh, what like I meant that as a joke. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he just smiles as if to say, I was joking when he's realised I'm just going slightly insane here. I'm losing the plot. I'll just, I'll pretend that I was joking. Remember Sammy Jankis? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what this is, isn't it? Um, that's, that's, for, that's memento for those uninitiated. Yeah, um, fantastic film. But the other thing he does is he will perhaps stumble two or three times whilst trying to make a point. In I've seen and him do it in interviews up. and they say, it, it, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. You, right, after, which is like a real, a real, a real granddad thing to do, isn't it? You know, it's like yeah, a, it's oh, don't, don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. You, you, right, you'll have to show me some of these videos after because I'm, I'm just not consuming media yeah. much at all. So um, you got to, got to show me these things. Sure. Um, so today I wanted to talk about, and this is another thing that I picked up from. Uh, I think it was another Jordan Peterson podcast where he was, I think he was talking to, it might have been Douglas Murray at the time, and they were talking about. Kind of, you know, like the oppression Olympics, and mm. and you know how how there are obviously an infinite number of ways that you could be impressed. You know, everybody is probably oppressing everybody else in a, in a, a million different ways, um, and you could argue that we, you and I, don't have hair privilege. Okay, ah, yes. you know, um, but we're tall, so we have height privilege, and, and there, there, you know, there, there are the certain ones. You know, whether you're of a, an ethnic minority or you're a woman or you're a trans person, you know, these ones are the, the ones that really, really matter. The things like if you're ridiculously good looking, that's a huge benefit to you oh, throughout, throughout your life. Um, but nobody says anything about that. Yeah. And they were talking about the, the you know, why no some of them gain, an ugly victim. <laughs> why some of them gain traction. And, and, some and, and some of them don't. And and Jordan Peterson said something about, you know, he that he expected maybe like an age privilege to have got more traction because people are discriminated about for, for being old and they're trying to work so that that didn't really gain traction but you know he said part of it's probably because you know older people have a bit more money um so that you know they've got kind of privilege in other ways well they've got more experience the older ronald reagan line yeah sure and i and i um uh that was that was played all the recent who's who's the guy who he was up against who died recently um, where he said that speech, I'm not going to use his inexperience against him. Was I can't. Mondial can't or whatever. Yeah, he, pa- yes, he, he, yes. pa- he, he 
passed away a week or so ago. Oh, right. So that clip was just everywhere. Oh, was it? Yeah, fantastic. Uh, excellent political moment. Um, but uh, yeah, but anyway, he was talking about these ideas that that kind of perhaps would gain traction and wouldn't gain traction. And I was kind of thinking about which you know which kind of uh, which ones perhaps should have gained traction, even particularly with the the woke crowd, but haven't. So I picked oh, that would have made sense for them. Yeah, that absolutely would have made sense. Okay, um, and I was picking one that was kind of close to my own experience. So, and I was thinking about disability. Mm. Um, because you know my my wife's a full time wheelchair user. She's in basically chronic pain every day, um, and so I was thinking, you know, disabled disabled people have, you know, aside from the discrimination, they have it a lot tougher than you know a lot of these other groups. Regardless, even if they were treated like royalty, sure, <laughs> yes. Um, so I remember thinking, you know, why why haven't these people who are supposedly, you know, aside from their you know their lack of critical thinking. They, they they tell themselves and they, they try to be what they think are good people. So yes. you, you think that would be a good thing to support and to, to help lift lift up disabled people. And I remember thinking, why aren't they doing that? And the conclusion I came to was because it's hard work. You can if yes. you're you can you can it's it's like virtue signaling where you're basically doing nothing. So you can you can Whereas to help a disabled person it takes effort. Yeah, so you know you can have you can have friends of you can have black friends or friends who are you know like, say say you and I can have like female friends um, or you could we can have trans friends. Nothing you don't really have to change anything. You can just do everything the same the same way. Um, if you want to have a disabled friend, because if you want to be, be like a disabled activist, you should probably you know have some disabled friends, because otherwise people will be saying, well, okay, well, you know, how many disabled people do you know and do you, you know, yeah. do you help? And if you have a disabled friend, that means you have to actually have a lot of work. You're probably going to have to make adjustments to your house. Mm. Um, you know, certain, certainly you're going to, you know, if you want to go out for, even for a drink with them, you're going to have to. You can't do anything spontaneously. You have to plan everything ahead. Yes. A single step can fuck you up. Yeah, you know, if you're in, I mean, I'm lucky with my wife because she's in like a manual wheelchair, and I'm very strong, so I can kind of lift her up, yeah, and 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 pick the wheelchair up and lift her up a couple of stairs. If you're in, if you're in someone who who can't do that, and they're in like a, a an automatic wheelchair, a single step can can that's it, game over. Yeah. Um. So, you know, actually doing stuff, you know, that requires a lot of effort, and I think that's why that you know, kind of disability hasn't gain traction because I think all these people are lazy. I think you're right. I think I think it's they've just taken the easy road. Yeah. They they've taken the things that are the things they can are, shout about without affecting their own lives and without really yeah. doing much at all. Because I was going to say obvious, but it's not even the obvious ones actually. It's the it's the ones that are I suppose very yeah, it's just simplicity. Is it, it, it difficult to argue against maybe? I don't know. Um no, it's just just laziness, isn't it? It's, it's, there's nothing. There's nothing more to it than that. Um, they could, they could direct their attention to the disabled cause. They could get doorways widened. They could get level access. Uh, they could get. They could get parity in all in all number of ways across society. <laughs> but they haven't. No, you know they 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 could they could you know like you say they could campaign for just the odd drop curb here or there. <laughs> You know, and, and and simple things like that. Right. Or, or, okay. Here's the yeah. other reason. Here's the other reason. I don't think, I don't think it's about helping anyone at all. Okay. None of it is. 
None of it is. It's about it's about force. It's about coercion. It's about their it's about their politics, and that's all it is. It's so about. Are we coming back to the? They're all just communists. Is that what we're I'm, I'm afraid so. Yes. It's it's how else can they get their communist ideal? In? They are. They've already they've already started using, haven't they? There's the odd little slip here. Black, politically black. Yes. So who yeah. is who is who is it who deleted that tweet? Who, who uh, someone from the New York Times was it? I'm not sure. There's yeah, because a newspaper editor, I think, in the states. Yeah, because so swiftly a, deleted. Yeah, there's a difference between being racially black and being yep. politically black. Yep. So that's that's lifting the veil. Yeah. That. That's what they mean, and they and when we know the same thing is true um, with uh, homosexuality, you can you can not be gay, um, but uh, still have sex with men, according to these people, because it's about being politically gay. Again, no, I don't think that term I've not heard that term used, but that's what they mean. That's what they mean. You know, Ken, Kanye West isn't isn't black anymore because um, you know he supported Trump, so it's got nothing to do. I I, I, I mean I. I say I'd love to see this. Obviously, I wouldn't. But you're not disabled. <laughs> you're politically disabled. You know, you, you can't be disabled anymore because you've got the wrong political opinions. They only support these, whether they're minorities or not, it's kind of neither here nor there. These groups, they only support these groups and these groups' causes if their politics are right. So it's got nothing to do with helping people. It's got nothing to do with whether or not their cause is worthy or not, or whether you could help them, whether whether they're it's got nothing to do with how oppressed they actually are. It's only got to do with whether or not they can further their cause, which as you said, is basically communist. Yeah, and whether they can further further their cause with the minimum amount of effort. I, I think there's probably... I think that's, that's, a, that's the add-on that I'm adding here. Yeah, there's a, propor- a, a proportionality. Um, a, sorry, a, a, there's an inverse law, I think, <laughs> to it, isn't there? Yeah, it's maximum maximum amount of communism for minimum amount of effort. Yeah, is I, that think, right? I, think, I think that's what it is. Yeah, so they run that little formula in their heads when they're looking at any given situation and, and they pick the one because if... I mean, if they're faced... If they are faced with a... Uh, short, black, homosexual, trans person, then they've got to quickly pick which which trait to use, and they're not going to pick short, for example, because they just can't quite make their political hay with that. So they'll 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 pick they'll, they'll pick the trait that uh, for them makes uh, makes the most impact, or or they'll 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 embrace the fact that they have more than more than one trait. Because you often see with with it's like with the with the intersectional feminists, they will talk about supporting black trans women above all else. Um, so, but you, I mean, you just called them intersectional feminists. So, are you saying that they still feminism still trumps everything else? Are you saying in that situation? I mean, you no, just they're, they're, they're they're just they're, they're like a subsection of the the woke social justice warriors that are particularly particularly good at this kind of thing and, and they're looking for and they're looking for things to go with yes being a woman yeah because intersectional feminism is is a massive massive thing that was like the the third wave wasn't it i think was when it when the kind of all the intersectional people kind of came along um so it kind of it's, it kind of infiltrated feminism before anywhere else i think feminism has been yeah so it's, it's been first in in this latest kind of batch of of stupidity, and and the the best example of that 
is in uh, is in the arguments for trans causes, isn't it? Because actually, what it does is it completely nullifies. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's it. Yeah, I, I, I uh, <laughs> the feminist cause. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I tweeted it the other day in that you can you can tell yourself that you know you can you can change the words to say okay this is a trans woman standing up to a turf but we all know it's a man bullying a woman yeah you know it's if there's and and i, I made another point on twitter uh, as well in in that if you're if you're a trans woman having your own way and saying right yeah okay i i i must have the right to enter the 100 meters and yeah. enter female bathrooms and stuff it's like that's that's a form of male privilege <laughs> you know, so male privilege does actually exist. This is where it does exist. You know, if that's not male privilege, then nothing is. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? It's, I do. It's like the I like the ultimate of male privilege. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's funny. I like that. I've got something else for you. I shoot. I this just this is a bit ridiculous. Okay, but it just it was an, more ridiculous than. Woke gobbledygook? Uh, possibly. Oh, so this was an this was an analogy that just kind of popped in my head, and I wanted to. It's not perfect, okay. I, n- I know it's not perfect. That's but what I, this podcast is for. This is this is a sounding board, if you will. <laughs> but I think I think this is good enough to say out loud. Um, you know the whole fascist anti-fascist nonsense, Rub- absolute rubbish. Yeah, I so, would consider myself to be anti-antifa. For example, sure, but that doesn't make me a fascist. <laughs> so I, I had this, this this analogy I thought of was that so anorexia is terrible. Yeah, I've known a, I've known a couple of people to have had it, and it's it's you know it's devastating. Okay, it's so you don't you don't want it at all, and and you should be concerned mm. about it, and it's a, a proper proper threat to to young girls. Yeah. Um. So that that let's just let's say say fascism is anorexia, okay? Okay. Yeah. And then obviously you, that's on one side of the scale. On the other side of the scale, you've got obesity, which is also a killer. Okay. okay? And again, an absolute an absolute. I don't killer. mean to laugh. Stop it! An absolute killer. And on the on the other side of fascism, you've got communism. What the communists have done, and they've done this for a hundred, over a hundred years. Yeah, I mean, our podcast a couple of couple of weeks ago um, with Ceausescu, you know, he was he was supposedly an anti-fascist. Mm. So the communists have said, if you we are the real anti-fascists, anything else, if you're not one of us, you you therefore must be a fascist, and it's a, a slippery slope to to fascism. So you know, including the libertarians like us in the middle, and the, the centrists, and everybody else. Yeah. So it's like people who are obese are saying, if you want to be anti-anorexic, you need to be really, really fat because we are the we are the real anti-anorexics. Yes. And if you're fit and healthy like you like like us, that's just a slippery slope to anorexia. And that is ridiculous. But it, I, I don't think it's any more ridiculous than saying, in order to be anti-fascist, you have to be a communist. Hold up a second. Fascism and communism have both killed tens of millions of people in the last century. The same way that anorexia and obesity kills people. They're both bad things. You want to steer clear of both of them. Arguably, obesity kills more. Than... Similar to, to <laughs> communism and fascism. In... But the, I'm, I'm not but saying the... that... 
That doesn't either, but yeah. Yeah, you can say, okay, communism has killed more people, we perhaps need to be more aware of communism because it seems to keep getting tried. It's killed 100 million people in the 20th yeah. century. That doesn't make you a fascist. The same way that you can oh, say... It so you know, works, this analogy. It really does. It, even Elliot's law works with this, doesn't it? Because you've got, you've got people who are a bit, a bit thin. Yeah, you see where I'm going with this? And, and those are the people that are, they're so in danger. But if someone's a bit fat, then that's kind of okay. It's kind of fine. Society, well, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Don't, don't worry about that. But if you get a bit, if you, if you start, if you, if you go on the, on the slightly thin side, then people worry. Yeah, it works. I hadn't, I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that. Um, but it, 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 but it's, it's, equal, it's equally as ridiculous, I think, isn't it? It is. It is. But I do, I do like that analogy. Um, I mean, it's kind of. <laughs> oh, well, I was laughing all the way through your initial description because I could tell what you were doing. Um, but at the same time, I. I get, I get what you're saying. You know, there are two things you need to be aware and of. The two extremes, and what they don't realise is that they're just as extreme. In fact, yeah, it's it's and it's probably if you're if you're one to be if you're one to be you know to into doing things that are extreme. Yeah, you, know, mm. you could be you could be quite fat, and then but then get to the point where you're just ex, you know you see some people who decide suddenly decide they're going to get fit, and then. To do go completely the other way. They'll kind of turn vegan. They won't have any alcohol. They'll be training in the gym seven times a week, which probably isn't as healthy as well. So it's probably it's probably you know you could swap oh, from one to the other. That's obsessive. As, as opposed, to, yeah, exactly. As opposed, you, know, you could be you go from an obsessive eater to someone who's obsessively exercising. Yes, and it's that obsession thing. So you could actually skip from one to the other quicker or, or easier than you could get to being absolutely fit and healthy. The same way that if you're a communist, you could quite easily flip over to the other side and be a fascist. <laughs> You know, you, do you do you think that happens? Yeah, of course it does. Peter Hitchens. <laughs> he was he was a trot, and now he's a far right winger. You know, I mean, he's been he's been okay on the lockdowns, but that's the only thing he's got right in in you know. I mean, again, he's so he's good he's good against communism because he used to be a communist. Yeah. So he's good against about arguing all the things against communism. But then when you ask him what his ideas are, they're not much better. You know, he's no. for he's for authoritarianism on the on the other way. So yeah, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. I mean, what's who's the pickles? Eric Pickles. He was a communist, wasn't he? I know he's quite was far he? right. Yeah, he was a commie. It, it happens quite and a lot. Very fat. <laughs> Just to really help your analogy there. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a proper anti-anorexic. Um, he's not uh, Susan. Mickey, is that is that how you? I don't know. Pronounce her name. Apparently, that's news that she was a communist. Well, it's not. It's not news. I think. I think most people knew she was a member of the Communist Party. Um, what I for do, forty years. But, <laughs> forty years. <laughs> what I do find funny is that she had the nickname Stalin's, oh, Stalin's nanny. nanny. I know. Um, the story. The story behind that is hilarious. Actually, they would search her. Pram, they would they would take her baby out of the pram and look for what they consider to be subversive material underneath, but not not things that are espousing freedom, not things that were espousing fascism, no things that were communist to in the extreme. Things that were too extreme for the Communist Party of Great Britain. Too hardline for the. I mean, what policies are too hardline for the Communist Party? 
So I think so. She was married to is it Andrew somebody or other? Andrew Murray, Andrew Murray possibly. The, so one, one of one, one of Corbyn's, Corbyn's advisors. Yeah. So the, there was there was Seamus Milne and this other guy, and they weren't just because you get lots of communists who are. Oh yeah, yeah. Real communism hasn't been, you know, has, has never been tried, and you know, the Soviet Union just went wrong because Stalin was was in control and he was a totalitarian and stuff. These were Stalinists. They were proper tankies. You know, they yes. they would they would justify the tanks going into Hungary, and she was married to one of those. So I think she was not just a communist. She was, I think, she was a, she was a Stalin or, or is a Stalinist. Yeah. Um, you know the, the people who are quite happy justifying the gulags to you and telling you it's a fantastic idea. Yeah. These sorts of people. So I think that's why, because they were probably the Communist Party was probably, you know, thinking, okay, we need to try communism prop- properly, but you know, we don't want to, we don't want to do what it is, what they're doing in the Soviet Union, or in you know, in Yugoslavia, in Romania, in North Korea, where she's like, no, no, that's all good, that's good, we, we can get to North Korea, we're, we're fine. So just to go back to your analogy, these are the, these are the unbelievably obese people who say it's absolutely fine what what, what I am doing to myself is absolutely fine and normal everyone should be like this well there, there so there was and and again you should don't laugh at this because it's not funny but there was a there was a like a a campaigner for um was it body positivity i think or body acceptance or whatever the movement's called i think it's called right. body positivity um one of these you can be fit and healthy at any size um, who Nonsense. was huge, and she uh, died a couple of years ago at the ripe old age of about thirty-three. You see, that's just tra- that's not funny. It's just it's tragic. tragic. It is. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. And, and the, well, the, let us not bring up the Belgian health minister. How how is she still alive? I don't know. Is she still the Belgian health minister? I, I mean, Belgians go through governments like we go through trousers. But I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, to, to, she, she is. She's a. She was a hugely popular politician. I thought wasn't you were going to stop it. Huge. <laughs> she was a hugely popular. She politician. was a huge health minister. <laughs> I mean, I, to be honest, I'd probably rather have her than Matt Hancock. <sighs> yeah, there's, there's not much, not much worse. I, than I that, can't. Yeah. I can't think of anybody. I'd at least like to have. Um, well, look, anyone in that position right now. Was going to be, was going to be a fascist. I don't. Mm. I, that's just the way it is. Um, and we've you've taken it down a dark alley now by bringing <laughs> up Matt Hancock. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, I, I just wanted to to run that analogy by you. Yeah, that's that's how stupid. It. That's how stupid it is. Yeah, you know, in a, see, to be against one danger, you need to be you know in in another danger. When you when you said don't laugh, I thought you were going to bring up. John Prescott and his bulimia. I yeah, I see. I genuinely don't find that funny. I mean, I mean the, really, I'm not saying I'm not saying bulimia is funny, but he must have been one of the worst bulimia. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I, okay, the re- I found it funny at first, but the reason I kind of don't find it funny now is because. He properly suffered with it, and and he was going through a really torrid time. Um, Let and me I, get my tiny violin out. And I, and I don't, I I don't mind. I I don't often feel sorry for politics. If, if he was going through a bad time because of his politics, um, but I yeah, I I just you felt sorry for two Jags Prescott, <laughs> <laughs> six chins or whatever. Yeah, no, you you know you know what I mean. I, I can't. I, but he, 
He punched that guy in the face on camera. I know. I don't. And I don't. I don't. I don't like Prescott. I think he's. I think he's a thug. I don't think you can string a sentence together. I, I think he's an awful, awful politician. And basically, every everything he did in politics was bad. You're redeeming yourself now, thank you. But I just, I, I feel sorry for anyone who's going through that kind of mental state that they kind of have to make themselves sick. Um, you know, it's, 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 yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's not a good condition in any way, shape, or form. But we can get some laughs out of John Prescott. I think, I think he, I think he's fair game. Yeah, I, I think, I think genuinely politicians are fair game, and and I think certainly for things like their privacy. Um, and you know, so so you know, I and you know, if they're hoist by their own petard, for example, like you know, right. like I, what was that? one of my favourite political photos of all time? Him leaning on his mallet. Le- no, leaning on his mallet. Uh, uh, playing croquet. Who are you talking about here? John Prescott. Okay. Oh no! I, oh I, right. No, no. This this was who was the, who was the <coughs> uh, the Lib Dem politician. Who was basically basically a psychopath, grey hair, put into prison because he uh, he he made his wife take up the speeding fine for him. Oh, Chris Hume. Chris Hume. Oh, do, right, do you know that? Oh, right, so with the camera, the camera on his nose, <laughs> pushing his nose out of oh, joint, but him it? not him not budging. Him not budging. That's one of my favourite. I have not thought about Chris Hume for years. And I mean, I, I don't hate many people, but I definitely hated him. He was he was awful, um, and he just slid into the private sector after leaving politics, which really annoyed. After me. leaving prison. <laughs> after leaving prison, and his and his wife, who he made take the fall, and then they obviously they they both went to prison. She just slid into. Any media slots for the BBC immediately coming out of prison? They didn't say former convict when announcing who she was. She was no, just or economist, from disgraced Trump. former whatever. No. Yeah. No. Sorry, but that but, that was one of that was one of, so so that photo is one of my favourite oh, political photos. What, what we're talking about this. One of my other ones is. Do you remember that one of Gordon Brown in a school where the this school was having like projects about? I think it was about the Second World War. And there was this particular, and you can look at this up online. There's a particular particular photographer. He's like, Mr. Brown, can you just move <laughs> move to the move to the right a little bit? Yeah, perfect. Takes a snapshot, and he's there with this massive grin and a swastika right behind him. It's like proper thick of it stuff. Just 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 go into DuckDuckGo, type in Gordon Brown swastika, and see, and it'll come up. It's one of the funniest political photos. But I mean, yeah. where were his advisors just saying, "Stay, whatever you do, stay away from that corner of <laughs> that, that classroom." Wall. Yeah, oh. it reminds me. It reminds me of the thick of it. Where who is the who is the um, the politician who was? Uh, uh, it was Nicola Murray, I think, and wasn't wasn't she? She was married to a, a, a guy who was supposedly doing these dodgy deals, and I think his name was. Liam Bentley or something like that and they managed to, to crop this photo with, with the word her with a thumbs up with I am bent <laughs> it. you know, it's, it's, it's that kind of thing yeah um, you know you couldn't have, couldn't, have, couldn't have scripted that yeah 
Well, and you've sent me quite a number of political photos of of one of your heroes, Jeremy Corbyn, with as many uh, vegetables. Oh, with his vegetables. <laughs> I know, I've, and I mean, I've got one so the, many. The one with him and the marrow. I'm not there's probably yes, I've, got, I've got several of him with, mar- <laughs> with, with his marrow. <laughs> one of him just looking down at this gigantic marrow and, and not really knowing what to what to do. Okay, so I have... I have so many Jeremy Corbyn photos on my phone that <laughs> when when I go into pictures on my, on, on my iPhone, what it does is it kind of creates these folders for you. So it will have like pic, pic, pictures of people who it thinks that you like. So there'll be there'll be like there'll, there'll be you, there'll be Julie, and there's a Jeremy Corbyn photo because it's, it's worked out that this is the same person in like a hundred of my photos. <laughs> like a member of your family. Yeah. So if Apple ever analysed that data, they'd probably think, "Oh, he's okay. He's he's a, he's a he's a communist. You know, he's ah. he's fine." Um, it's part of your plan. Yeah. Well, so have you got any other uh, weird and wonderful theories? I don't. I don't know if I have because I, I write these. I, I either I either record them as you know. Yeah. Um, or I just I just write these. I write these daft things down. Um, I remember, I remember thinking that, because you know it's um, so SARS-CoV two. Okay, the sequel. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty much. So it's uh, a severe acute respiratory syndrome. Yep. Um, and then coronavirus. Coronavirus two. Two. Um, but with most people who get it, it's um, it's it's not severe. Hmm. So it's now basically <laughs> ASCOV two. <laughs> <laughs> And, but they're, because they're because they're doubling down, it's like they're just ass covering, aren't they? And that just made me chuckle. We've, we've, we've gone, we've gone because now all the evidence suggests that you know that it wasn't as serious. Um, that places like you know like like Florida and Texas are opening up, are, yep. you know, seeing kind of lower numbers than everyone else. But they're just doing the normal doubling down. It's now ass cov two. That's where we're at. So I was wrong when I said it was going to be SARS cov three. It's ass cov two. And I think we should end it there. Thank you for listening to Sounding Board. You've been great. (laughs) And please rate, review, share us. You know the drill. We don't want your money. Uh, But uh, let's get the listener numbers up. See you next time.